bright bright idea if we need to get if we need to pay for Adobe Creative Cloud. This is what we do. We just put on the fucking mother of all multis for the World Cups for the ones coming up. Yeah. And we just we we both chuck in like I don't know, ten bucks. Ten bucks. Some fat some fat odds and just just put it on and just hope for the best. Well if we win twenty grand we could get a studio. That is true. Do you know what I mean? That is true. That is true. Uh, although, pff, I don't know. If we win 20 grand, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we'd be buying a, we'd be no, going to we'd, a studio. No, it probably wouldn't be our I, first well, priority. Well, look, look, priority one, get Adobe Creative Cloud. Mate, we might win so much money we could buy Adobe, the company. We'd never have to worry about it again. Right? <laughs> That'd be nice. It only, yeah. That would be nice. But priorities to that 20 grand. How do you think Adobe would handle a change of – a change of hands. I would for lack just of keep. A better word. I I would just keep everyone there, but we just we run it. <laughs> you know that was air, air marks. Like we own quotations, it, but like we keep everyone in port. We keep we don't change a thing because they seem to be doing pretty well. Yeah, and we just keep it the same, but we just own it. I like that. Yeah, I like that. And Look, we're like the and uh, if and we bring back casual Fridays if there ever was one. Well, what about the four day work week? I'm having the four-day work week model. To be honest, mate, after this sort of stuff, this sort of nonsense going on from Adobe today, I don't know if we can afford yeah. to put any on with an extra day off. We'll start firing people before we do anything Dogs. else. Dogs. You're fucking fuckwits. All right, what's up, nerds? Welcome back to the Barflies Podcast, episode fifty-five today. Uh, look for our YouTube, our YouTube watchers. Well, and well, just listeners and viewers in general. But I, I was well. If if you let me finish my sentence, I was going to say you'll notice something different. This oh, week. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And jump the gun on me. And you might be able to hear something different, potentially. Maybe that's a stretch. Depends how with um, the spit panel. <laughs> Spit blockers. <laughs> Look, we've got mic stands. We've got mic stands. We are the real deal. It's only taken us, you know, a year. A year. Basically, the point of the mic stand is so you stop hearing this sound, which is, you know, Xander we, playing with his mic. Every yeah, week. I can't help it. I can't help it. <laughs> uh, but you shouldn't hear that sound anymore, which is good. And I, me and I love to pull on my cord. Well, we've <laughs> just all the time. Nice. Playing with it. Yeah. So sorry about that. Well, we've got we've got free hands now. Um. Out. So do with that information what you will. <laughs> Look, our we've got to readdress some mic etiquette. Um, yep. And our our as you would have heard in the in the intro, our our software has let us down today. I actually used my little sister's account that so I can use the Adobe Creative Cloud, and I have a bit of a hunch that because we're hustlers, because we're hustling, you know, we're yeah. trying to save money. You're trying to save money. Well, I have a bit of a hunch that with the start of HSC today. Um, that's coincided with the expiry of her school mm. email account and email and just general access to the Adobe that's suite. That's unfortunate. Well, the the future of the Barflies podcast is unclear at this well, stage. Well, should I enroll? Because certain subjects at uni get it for free. But if I should I enroll into a class for one of those subjects and just get it for free and then just enroll, then disenroll, but keep my Adobe Creative. Is that like an easy thing to do? I can do that. I mean, oh, that's actually not a bad idea. Okay, no worries. Sorted. Sorted. Locked in. Okay, cool. God, how smart am I? Well, let's work on that during the week. I'm not gonna lie. That's one of the smartest things I've ever thought up, ever. That's that a plan. Yeah, that is a fucking plan. That'll work. Yeah. Or there's, you know, there's a chance that it's just fucked up for some reason. And I can still use Phoebe's, hopefully. Well, hopefully that's the case. Fingers crossed. We've got, we'll we got a master plan in the back pocket, if not. So um, don't worry about it. We're working on some logistics issues with, you know, the mic stand potentially blocking mm. our face on the camera. Yeah. But, you know, we're on a time crunch today. Yeah. As we always are on a Wednesday. You know, you did a great job sourcing these. Um, they are called, what were they called? What were the mic stands called, Katie? Um, dude, I had to take a tote bag <laughs> into the store to buy these because I didn't want to walk around with them. Um, the mic stands are, are influencer mic stands. Hear that? So, look, I didn't want to say it, 
I didn't I didn't want to have to bring it up if it, if it wasn't necessary. Yeah, but I wanted to bring it up. But it's been it's been called upon us. Our means and influences. Maybe. Uh, probably. Yeah. Kind of. Absolutely. In influences of note. Yeah. Vis a vis the first five minutes of this podcast. Absolutely. Um, how was your weekend, mate? Weekend. Mm, weekend was quiet, which was kind of what I needed. Uh, ever since I got back from Melbourne, I've just been absolutely ripping. So um, needed needed a nice weekend off. I've got a similar kind of thing lined up this weekend. Keen for it to be fair. So just cut, you know, just cut laying low, getting some getting some money, getting some dollars back in the account. Because Lord knows, love to tap that bad boy. Love to tap that card. How much of your weekly paycheck do you save out of curiosity? <laughs> That's a very personal question. <laughs> Good answer, enough. <laughs> okay. Does any go into savings? Yeah. Well, that's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, But my, it depends how much work I get because I don't always get – My hours vary a lot. That's true. So and you do you, go to uni. If you, you know, not making like – if you don't work more than like 18 hours in a week, like it's kind of hard to, to save to save enough. You know what I mean? Mm. So, but yeah, that's a me. That's an exclusively me problem. So. That is. Yeah. Oh, well, like obviously I'm pretty vocal about my savings not not going up. Um, yeah. That's mate, off. Your bloody, that your bloody warning last week. I'm putting it away. I kind of, when we were recording the pod last week. Well, I, I got to play with something else. Now I can't play with the mic cord. I just didn't think, I didn't think it would pick up your phone buzzing. Yeah. And it did. Yeah. So. My bad. Sorry about that, listeners. Sorry, what were you saying before my phone really? I don't know. I've, I've totally lost my You're talking about savings. That's all right. You're vocal about your savings. It's gone. We'll go forward. Okay. Um, My weekend. <laughs> what happened, mate? <laughs> My weekend was good. I Saturday night I had the close and I finished at about 1220 mm. and, you know, pounded a couple fireball shots oh. and then headed outbound to Oxford Art Factory. That's good. To watch Lazy Wax. There's a few, few of our friends there. Um, that was awesome. I've seen them a few times. Very well covered on this pod. Um, that was pretty awesome. And then last night, I was telling you actually, I went to a comedy show. Yes, you were saying that at um, Clavelli Hotel. Is that yes, correct? the Chloe, as the yeah. locals call it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you told me that. Kind of jealous. Didn't get an invite, but all good. Um, I've wanted to go to that because it looks like a great old time. It was super cool. But you um, tell us what it was like. I don't really. I wasn't really. Didn't really know what to expect. Um, I've wanted to go to this for ages. Um, I'm a big fan of. The comedian Billy Darcy. Yep. Big fan of Billy also, Darcy's work. We're, we're both pretty big fans of his work. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a sharp operator, yeah, Billy absolutely. Darcy. Um, and Will Gibb plays at the club. Will Gibb, the ranger from TikTok. Yeah. It's the only way I can really describe yeah. him. Where everyone's going to go, yep, him. Yeah. Do you know, I never knew this. Do you know he's gay? Yeah. I knew. I found out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty, the, op- he's pretty openly gay. But the way he describes it is like I heard – I saw like an interview of him getting well, – sorry. I saw an interview of him where they were discussing him like coming out and whatnot. Yeah. And the way he described it was so funny, like what he was saying. He's hilarious. Like so good. So. He was awesome. So last night he, he hosts this comedy night every Tuesday, but right. last night – he was doing a trial show for his tour, right? His Australian tour. So the first half was like four comedians, and then the last half was Will. The was second half was just Will. So they were all like, they were his openers. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, pretty much. And Billy Darcy hosted the thing, and he did little bits in between. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, all the comedians are really good. Um, Will is awesome. I honestly can't repeat anything that he said because he uses so many slurs mm. um, in the way that he talks and he just is so vulgar with his language. Yeah. Um, his mum and dad were in the front row, but he he's so funny. Um, they're like a little like a little group. They yeah, all they've become a, one, yeah. Yeah, they're like a little um, – like a group of like comedians and stuff that kind of all do gigs and yep. help each other out and whatnot. Yeah. It's which good. Is, which is sick. They kind of help each other. Yeah, like you say, they they get exposure from working with each other, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, and they kind of bring all bring each other up. Yeah. Which is – it's cool to see like how that's kind of formed over the last couple of months. Totally. I've, it's through TikTok. Know. They even said it. They were like, yeah, yeah, we, we've kind of like become friends through 
making shit on the internet. I'm like, that's and cool. Then, and then they've and then like also and then they've yeah expanded into now doing shows together, yeah. doing those um, at the yeah at the Chloe those nights. Yeah, because they do that every week. Yeah, yeah. Will does. I know Will does. Billy Darcy's there a lot. Yeah. Um, and then I'm pretty sure they got the uninspired. Oh, the inspired unemployed. There. Yes. Uh, Jack. Yeah. Was it Jack who did a set there? Yeah. Um. So yeah, pretty. Things are happening. I'll say this about comedy. Go. Okay. I'm inspired. You did say that off, off. Uh, just before we started. Yeah. Off air, you were saying. It kind of makes – it made you maybe want to have a go. Yeah. It's kind of been like been in the back of my mind, obviously. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys know me that well. I'm not impartial to the spotlight. I don't mind, you know, a mic do in my you, hand. Do you have any material? Do you have any material prepared for Well, it? that's the thing. No, not yet. I don't have any material. Right. Um, but I think I could – I don't know if it would be anytime soon. Um, you reckon you could rustle it up? It'd be good for the pod. We should have an open mic. We should have an open mic episode. What would mean you both do just stand go up? go for bit for bit and see whose is better? And some of it could be really bad. Though. Yeah, like, we could bomb. We could bomb, but the there'd be no one listening. Really, yeah, yeah. It'd yeah. Just be like, It'd just be me and you. Just be me and you. Yeah, but then like everyone else would be listening. Yeah, it, I feel like you kind of have to do it to a few people because then you could at least sort of address a crowd. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but you just stand and you can just address me when you do it. And you got to do like the hand gestures and everything. Like know. go for it. Yeah. I like would do that. Have, like genuine attempt. I would do that just to try and make you laugh. Yeah. Do you reckon I could? I reckon. Yeah, I reckon you could. Yeah. I would like to see you try. I yeah. would like to see it. I would like to see you do it as well, to be honest. Okay. Maybe we'll, we'll G that up. If Put you guys want to have, if you want to see me and Cody have a riff off on the pod. By riff off, it, it would be, you know. Horrible. Two, two weeks of pretty intense writing <laughs> and meticulous. I might uh, have to take time off work. Yeah, to, <laughs> to plan for this. This is gonna be. This is gonna be real. Well, I think like just based on, you know, the social circle, we could get a few people to, to the gig if we did one. Well, hypothetically. Getting, whoa, you're getting ahead of yourself. Oh, I'm getting. I'm getting deep here. But if you're getting ready to, I'm no, I'm getting head noise now that you just said that. You're actually going to go okay. thinking about I was, it. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was okay when we were just saying that, joking about doing it on here. But now mm. you've, you've actually brought a real life element into it. And yeah. I'm, and I'm immediately nervous. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I would really like to do it. I would really like to do it at some stage. Mm. Um, Give it a whirl. I don't think I'm like necessarily that funny, but like I would like to. Well, try. mate, some of the people that you listen, what was his name? The guy from... From uh, talking the mic, Merrick Ross. Is it Merrick Ross? Oh, yeah. This guy went on SAS Australia and he was like, used to be, have a big time radio show. Bloke's not funny. I've heard him interviewed. I've seen him on TV. I've never even chuckled lightly at a joke mm. or smiled. So I don't think you know. Don't think it's too should be too hard. Peter Hellier. I don't think I've laughed at anything that he's ever said. If I'm being perfectly honest, do you reckon if he we- seems like a really good bloke? But I don't think he's actually that funny. Like I've never, yeah, like laughed at. Like I've actually said. never laughed at the joke. Yeah, he said. Yeah, I well, I, I don't know. I think that's like just a touch base with last night again. Like the beauty of comedy nights is like once you're in the zone, in the zone. Like once the crowd is sort of worked, yeah, like lubed up, if you will, yeah, yeah, for lack of a better term, new beauty, yeah. Um. It's easy to like just continue laughing. Yeah, get into your work. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It was really funny though. Every time, because I feel like a lot of them, it was a really small, intimate show. Right. Honestly, I was a little bit scared of getting crowd worked when I was there. Um, oh. Blav got crowd worked. Did he? He did. But he's very identifiable. That's what I was, totally. Yeah. When we walked in, I was like, Blav, you're going to get- Does he still have the blonde hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, you're going to get picked out tonight. He's By like, who? Will. Oh, really? Well, Will caught it. He sort of got up on stage and he's like, oh, thank you all for coming. Um, thanks to this table, this table. He's like, oh, that table in the middle looks very fancy. Um, you guys all look very well dressed, especially you in the middle, mate, with the with the bleach blonde hair. I bet you're in. I bet you do film or something yeah. like that, film or literature or so, something smart. And and Blab's like, I'm in IT, and he's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, you do not look like you're in IT. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's fucking so true. Nothing what? about Blab adds up. Yeah. He's an enigma. He's an enigma. In the he's, best way possible. Yeah. He's very But unique. were you super cut when you didn't get crowd work? You would have been so pissed I would have, off. You no, would I wasn't have hated pissed. it. You would have been like, fucking Will give me Nah, I wasn't me. pissed, but like I would have loved to have been crowd work. You were a bit annoyed. I, I, so admit, you can admit that you were a little bit upset that it wasn't <laughs> you that got crowd worked. 
I don't know if upset is the word I'd use. I would just be like, I, I thought it was cool that still our table got got addressed because there wasn't many that did. But yeah. I would have loved you it. You wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah, of course I did, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking self-obsessed. What do you yeah. think? <laughs> what do you mean, mate? That's no I, what do you mean, mate? I got tickets for myself. <laughs> Big ones. <laughs> Massive tickets. Um, but yeah, really good. Encourage, um, encourage anyone to go to like comedy nights. I went to a really shitty one with Jared and, and our friend Ellen a couple of years ago at the Boathouse. Yeah, boat shed, boat shed. Yeah, in Manly. What do you expect? And it was still good. Was it? Yeah, the comedians were all like just proper daily comedians. One of them was pretty weird, yeah. but overall, I had a good time. Mm. Yeah, I've not really been. In, I've been in a couple of comedy shows, not heaps. I remember I saw Russell Howard in. Do you know who Russell Howard is? No. So Russell Howard, he's like this comedian. He did a lot of those like comedy shows in the UK where they do like the panels and they ask them all the questions and crap. And then he also had his own show for a while. It was called uh, like Good News or something with Russell Howard. I can't fully remember it, but I used to watch it a fair bit. Or like our family did. Anyway, I was in Scotland with my mum a few years ago and we went and saw him. And his warm-up act, not that good. Yep. Some Welsh guy, not not very funny. Yep. And then Russell Howard himself, while there was parts of his act, I was like, yeah, this is good and it was funny. He kind of like started doing it like life coaching such like life lessony bits where he'd like do like somewhat inspirational, air quote, inspirational elements to yep. the show. Sure. And I was kind of like, okay, I'm losing, this is literally losing momentum. You're like, I'm here to see a comedy show not to get life coaching. You know mm. what I mean? Like where's the, where's the jokes? Yeah. You know, like if I... I just I didn't I didn't like that part of it, mm. but he's like the jokes itself are good, but I I do think maybe the fact that I wasn't as engaged was because the opener wasn't very good, and I didn't like the opener. Interesting, mm. but interesting ju- during that show, something crazy fucking happened. What happened? Like fucking crazy happened. So it's in this big arena in Glasgow, and the stage is like right in the center. And the, the seating goes all around kind of thing. And like the the show's happening and kind of to the very top, I remember to the top to the left, because we were kind of front and middle, but we were a fair bit back. But to the top to the left of the arena, you just hear these like two Scottish dudes arguing and everyone's kind of now focused on that. Um, and Russell Howard's kind of noticing this and like slowing down his set a bit. And like he's still talking, but he, like everyone's not paying attention. And you hear, so you hear arguing, 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 and then you just hear a massive, because they're like screaming at each other, and you hear that, and he, the guy chinned him in the crowd, and they started having a fight in the, in the stands. Russell Howard stops. Everyone in the stadium, when he got punched, goes, ooh, like around the whole arena. Holy shit. And eventually security comes, stops it, and Russell Howard's literally going, I, that has never happened ever in one of my shows. He goes, only in Glasgow. He's like, I've never played anywhere else where there's literally been a fight in the, sta- in the stadium. That's insane. Yeah. Crazy. Did he lose his momentum or did he? Yeah, he had to. It? He was, he was honestly, he had, when, when all this commotion started happening, he'd just started doing a bit like the start of a new bit and he was probably about halfway through it and he just went, well, I'm, I've got to ditch that. Because there's no point in me going back to the joke. So he just went, yeah. I'm really sorry. That's never happened. It's completely thrown me. And everyone was kind of going, fair enough. No one was really listening anyway. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it would have just yep. crashed and burned. So, yeah, it was very interesting. It was, yeah, totally. I think um, watching comedians sort of navigate like, because they're, they're <laughs> kind of working with a very like live environment, right? Mm. Like obviously they're doing live comedy. Like yeah. that's how it works. But what I mean is like they're, they're kind of, working and going off like the reactions of the crowd mm. and like what like if they're going for dark humor and that's not hitting and they've got to kind of got to revert to something mm. else but i don't know last night they seemed to be like they were trialing a lot of stuff a lot of the comedians yeah. so it was funny because they'd sometimes say something and no one would laugh and then they'd go oh well i'm never using that one again and yeah. then everyone would laugh yeah okay. which was kind of funny it was like i he probably won't use that joke again but he still got a laugh out of everyone yeah. so that's um, a smart way to interesting. do it. Interesting. But it was it was so much fun. I had a great time, great Tuesday yeah. night. But I feel like the comedians that are obviously like 
top level comedians, you know, they, when they find that groove of what they're like, not not niche necessarily, but like their style of Mm. comedy. Like if you're going to look at like all the people who like known as being like some of the best stand-ups, like obviously like you got like Jerry Seinfeld, Ricky Gervais, Jimmy Carr, Frankie Boyle, yep. Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, like that, like Eddie Murphy too. So like people who are mega become mega famous from stand-up. Um, they don't really trial much. They kind of just they've now they get to their Totally. They find their, their, their form. Totally. You know? Well, these guys were trialing. This was, a, like I said, it was a very small show. So, mm. like, I'm sure these large comedians have trialed that stuff, but they wouldn't be doing it, like, no. on their Netflix specials, obviously. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, that's what Will Gibbs' thing was last night. It was, like, a trial run for his tour. Mm. So. On home turf. On home turf. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, that's about it for me that's, from this weekend. Yeah, that was... That was, that was, I enjoyed that. I want to go next. I want to go next yep. time you, you, if you J up to go, mm. you know what we can get if we go? What's up? Indian kebab for dinner. Where from? Because it's in Clavelli. Is so it? That, I've never had it. No, the Indian kebab place. Yeah. Isn't it in Randwick or something? Which is like on the way to Clavelli. Oh, it's in Paddington. Yeah, which is like on the way. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're right. Fucking oath. We don't go through Pado. We go through Randwick from here, but and Alexandria. We can, we can make it. We can detour. Well, me and AJ panicked and got Maccas on the way home last night. So, oopsie. What did you get? Have you tried the spicy nuggets from Maccas? No, they good, mate. Sensational. Really sensational. Are they the same but just spicy, or they different texture? No. Well, I had these ones. I had were fresh. They were fucking. They were they were crispy nuggets. Crispy as I had them, and they were unreal. Better than normal nuggets. Were they spicy? This was also at um, seven o'clock in the morning after a sash. And I was pretty. Was pretty Were they crazy. actually spicy? Yeah, they, there was a nice little kick to them. Cool. Like I'll a comfortable them, kick. I'll give them a crazy. try. I'll give them a try. Yeah. Um, look, although it's not technically a comedy night, at Eagle Tag last night, something kind of very funny happened. The team we were reversing, um, like, they. They're Italian. They're all wearing the Italian jerseys and they all had Italian heritage or most of them would I would have assumed anyway, just by the the jerseys and whatnot and yep. the occasional the general dropping aura. out of English and Italian language. <laughs> um, but tell you what, they were not doing much for the stereotype of hot-headedness In and blow-ups for Italians. Because their team was having constant internal struggle with each other. Oh, yeah. And when I say blow-ups, I'm, I'm meaning like going like, get over there. I'm talking like they were geeing up at each other like big time. And it was honestly, it was, it was fucking hilarious. Like getting into it, getting real stuck into it. Yeah. And like giving half time, giving sprays, spraying each other from the sideline with genuine – with a bit of genuine anger in there. And at the end of the game, so we drew 5-5 five, five at them and their kind of team captain, coach, I don't know who, comes off and blows up Deluxe. Like at the team? At their team. Like blowing up Deluxe. From a draw. And it's a, it, it's a social, it's like, oh. it's social Tuesday night Oztag. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was like they had just lost the finals match. There was, there was plenty of passion out there, mm. but it was it was a sight to behold. Mm. I've never seen anything like it. I've honestly never seen anything like was it. Was it that bad? It was just crazy. Like I was just – How old were they? if you were playing like a – they would have been our age or some older, some younger. Like if you were playing a high-level comp, sure, have a blow-up, but you know. You're playing down at Kell Park on a Tuesday. Yeah. Not ANZ Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always teams like that. Well, we're we're talking about starting an Eagle Tag team over here, also on Tuesday night. It's good fun. Um, And we were saying that. We were like, we want to be in a competitive comp. Like, I'd rather play men's. Mm. Um, Yeah. It's good, but you don't – when you verse teams that everyone plays footy on, because our team's very mixed. Like, some people have played footy, haven't – have played touch, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But none of it, like, there's only maybe a couple that pl- actually play footy. Yeah. 
But when you verse a team who are like div one in their own footy comp mm. and a good team, mm. oh, you can tell. Yeah, I'm sure. Because they, they like throwing cutouts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like we... We you threw, guys got a cutout? We've got a cutout. We, we, we're building on it. We yep. threw at least four last night and I thought that would be our, that's our record. Just one man cutouts or? There was a couple two man. Couple two man cutouts. There was a couts. couple two mans. There was a couple two mans. What, what, what position do you, is there positions? Like kind of. Wing, link. It's just like wing, the middle and then fullback. Oh, there's a fullback? Yeah, you every have to have team. a fullback. Yeah, every, you have to have a fullback in defense. Because you can kick. And that's just like the rule. You get a penalty if you don't have one. Oh really? Yeah, oh, that's kind of cool. I guess. Yeah, it is. Do cool. you like fullback? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, is that a good? Do you stay fullback in the attack as well? I assume. Well, can't. Well, in attack, it's kind of changes. Different, like yeah. you just kind of depending. You just kind of float around. Yeah. You just like go all vibe. Yeah, all vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, Nathan Rolly Bates, who we had here for the one of the the Origin special. Yeah. Uh, M O M man of the match last night. Was he on? Yeah, cap an absolute captain's performance. <laughs> Talking through it. Scored scored two two point <laughs> tries. Multiple line. What's breaks. a two point try? It's where you score in between the middle of the in the middle of these cones in the middle of the pitch. If you've made a like line break or say if you've scored on the wing, can you run under the post for a two No, point you up? have to run through them. Oh you have okay. to enter through the cones. Um but yeah. Could you run over the line and then pass the ball back to someone yes, in play for them could. to run over? You could, but someone's also gotta get there. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Um yeah, so he scored two of those last night and we drew 5-5. Five, five. And he So 5 tries he, to 3. Yeah, but we scored two two nice. point tries. Mate, he was on he was on fire last night. It was it was a sight to behold. Was it just like like line break tries just or Just everything, mate. He was on fire. Are there line breaks in eagle tag? Yeah, you can break the line. Yeah, you just run This through, is awesome. I can't wait. I'd love to play. I've it's never... like it's like touch footy but like it's you, there's more as, like you yeah, can get yeah, away from people. Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get those hips moving like Shakira. Oh, there's maybe. wiggle room. Oh, there's wiggle. You can wiggle. I'm saying you wiggle. Um, but yeah, it was good. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. We, I think we're gonna same as like similar to our football team. Gonna start a, a Oz tag team. Yeah, get into it. Get Rip in and tear. It. Get into it, man. I'm, I'm, I love it. I used to love touch. So I'm yeah, pumped it's, about it's it. Great fun. Um, I have to bring something to the attention of. The listener, the viewer, the frequent flyer, and yourself, Cody. Um, not to change the subject too heavily, but there's a pandemic at the moment, and it's not COVID, it's not flu season, it's the ham cheese tomato sandwich pandemic that is gripping the country. Talk me through it. What's happening, mate? I don't think I've been to a cafe in the last three years that has been able to make a ham cheese tomato correctly. Why am I eating wet slop? Honestly, it's 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 like a staple of any cafe, but they seem it's the easiest thing to make, but they seem to fuck it up every time, every time, and you pay eight dollars for it. Is it a toasty ham cheese tomato toasty? Yep, and it's wet slop. It's just wet slop every time, and okay. I'm absolutely over it. I, I'll be honest, I'm not one who often eats ham cheese tomatoes. It's just not really my vibe. Yeah, um, and that's nothing personal on the on the ham cheese tomato. Yep. It's more of a personal preference for me mm-hmm. um but i'll say this when i used to work at the cafe we used to do ham cheese tomato croissants but they were like the only thing on the menu that wasn't really prepped properly mm. we'd have ham and cheese croissants in the window but if someone wanted tomato i'd have to get a ham and cheese croissant take it over to the salad bar put tomato in it take it back over toast it and then give it to them it's the one percent so it's a hassle i'm like why is this not set up it's a ham cheese tomato I think just so that the it, ease of it, people just it goes neglected, but it's a staple. It shouldn't go neglected. It's a staple. It shouldn't. It's one of those ones where it's like I don't really feel like lunch. I just need a quick bite. Mm, I just need something something quick to eat with my coffee, and I don't really feel like a muffin. No, or your caramel slice, respectfully. Yeah, um, I'm over it. I'm calling out everyone. Where do you want to call out a particular franchise? No, there's no particular franchise. Like they just, I just if you. I just reckon they're all shit. Like, okay. And it's so, like, I can make it, but yeah, I could make it at home. Fair enough. Good point. I'm hearing you loud and clear. But if I want a quick, convenient little nibble, why do I, you know, why am I reduced to this garbage? Is that, I want is answers. That, I want answers. We need answers. I know if anyone's got a good suggestion on where to go to get a, a solid ham cheese tomato in the midst of this crisis or crisis, 
please let me know. Reach out. Reach out. Get in touch. Speaking of reaching out, should we touch base with, you know, our conversation last week about people on Facebook? Yes. Mutual friends? Because we yeah. did have a response. We got a response from good friend of the show, Wilson. Often confused doppelganger of myself. That is, you do look kind of similar, to be fair. He's yep. got a diff- much different haircut to you now. He's cut his hair shorter. But, like, honestly, you guys are pretty similar looking. More s- like, you, Wilson, Kevin Proctor all look pretty, like, pretty similar. Dude, the right. Wilson one is so bizarre because, like, obviously when we're standing next and to each other. And you went to the same school as well. Yeah, we didn't, we weren't friends in high school, but we are now. But, like, it's funny, like, sometimes I've said Did this to him as beef? well. We didn't have beef. Okay. We were just in different years. So. Yeah, right. No, no, all good. Um, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. <laughs> but, uh, uh, sorry, dude. you and Will, sorry. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, that's what I was saying. Sometimes I'll like glance past Wilson. Like I'll, I'll glance past his face and it will like look like me. It'll like wig me out. Yeah, it does. Because I'll go like that and I'll go, oh, shit. It actually so I can up. imagine what it's like for you guys when mm. it's like there's actually. Yeah. It's actually like kind of. Bizarre. Bizarre. It, it is bizarre. You do look almost identical. Strikingly. Handsome. I'm just like, yeah. I'm like six inches taller than him. So Yeah, true. But other than that, we're pretty much the same. Other than that, you're like the same person. Um. Anyway, Wilson got back to us about the... Mutuals. The mutuals. Mutual sitch. And he said he said he was told by a cop, um, you know, story unconfirmed of why this, this had come up. Yeah. Come up. But it, we, but, we, we pride him to... To give us this story, and he simply refused yeah. to give us backstory. All he would say was, "If you've looked someone up and on they Facebook, ha- and they have a low number of mutuals, you will come up in their mutual friends. If you've searched them, yeah. For example, if Xander searched me, if he searched Cody Bryan on Facebook, next time I logged on, there's a good chance he'd be at the top of my people I may know." Facts. So there you go. In terms of the Instagram one, no idea. No. Instagram, we got no clue. Got nothing. Facebook. I had one come up this morning actually. It was some chick that I'd never met. We had like one mutual and it was like her old account had been deleted and this was her new one. And I was like, I have no idea who you are. And the mutual even was far-fetched. Mm. Like I wasn't even really mates with the mutual. Didn't, didn't, didn't let out the follow? No way. Didn't know who she was. Fair enough. Fair play. So that remains a mystery. I'm glad we kind of somewhat got to the bottom of it. Or we'll, have some intel. Yeah, you could consider a bit of residue still in the barrel. Yes. If you wanted to. Yeah, you could. You definitely could. But it's nice to get some form of clarity. Because Facebook's never going to tell you. Facebook won't tell you, mate. Facebook's not going to tell you the sneaky. I'll take whatever mate. closure I can get mate, from the Zuck's, Facebook. The, Zuck, the Zuck's not going to bloody do anything, <laughs> mate. He's a sneaky, sneaky <coughs> one. Um, but hey... <coughs> There anyway, you go. Something I wanted to talk about this week. Yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about it last week. I'm going to use this as my Instagram account of the week because if you're not following this man at this point. Or keeping tabs. Or at least keeping some sort of tabs on his progress, you're a fool. Um, a young man by the name of Ned Brockman mm-hmm. is currently running from Perth to Bondi um, with the aim of doing it in, I think it was under 40 days, doing 100 kilometers a day. Mm. 100 kilometers a day. But he. That's two and a half marathons from people playing along at home. Yeah. 100Ks. A day. A day for 40 days. Did he run. Is this true that he ran 50 marathons in 50 days? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but that seems like light work now because he did 50 marathons in like 20 days. That's true. Um. So anyway, nice. he's like just crossed the New South Wales border and. He's kind of at the point where like his body's let him starting to let him down. Um, he has up and down days. He can't do the record, unfortunately. No. He didn't get to 100Ks every single day. He's still done – I think his smallest day was like – I think one day he did 20. But other than that, he's done like 60s and 80s mm. and, and 100s. But it's super impressive. He's running for the homeless. And like it's so interesting reading his captions because it literally just sounds like it's written by like you or I. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's raw. It's raw. It's very raw. It's raw. And he's like, he's expressing like what he's been expressing the last couple of days is like, he's literally in hell mm. right now. It's like, yeah, you look at it from the outside and you're like, oh my God, Ned did another hundred Ks today. Like good on him. But the, but the he's like ability to do that. He's like mustering the energy to do yeah. that is just like to think like if you and me to run a 10 K right now, that last kilometer would be that last nine K 
would be tough. Be a tough on the run. Running 10 times that is unimaginable. It's unfathomable. It is. In my lifetime. I'm never. i probably never going to do that in my life. Like to run 100 kilometers in a day once, let alone what at least 20 plus times. Yeah. Is, is just, it's just nuts. It's nuts. And what he's doing is so, and the even more impressive thing, although he's taking breaks, if anyone knows anything about like split times when you're running, his split times are still quick. They'll he's be running, faster than what I would run if I was to go for a run right now. He's running 530s, 530 split. That's your average, average pace. Over 100 kilometers. At 530. Is insanity. That's like, like you said, I'll probably run like a 530 for a 10K. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, hello. It's so impressive. Um, I'm going to share him on our story. He's raising money for um, homeless people. I've donated. Um, I implore you all to also because what he's doing is truly mm. inspiring. Um, yeah. It's encouraged me to get out of my Come out of home. my bed, get in, get back into the gym. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't hit the pavement yet. Got to sort the back out. Got to sort the back out. Then I'll start pounding the pavement again. Let's go. Um, I'm going to share him on the Barflies Instagram yeah. story. Give him a follow. And you know what? You. At, at this current rate, he will be in Sydney probably in a couple of days' time. I think it's next Monday he's aiming for. Mm. Which is... Or is it? Yeah, it must be next Monday. Yeah. must be next Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because he was, he was like 740Ks away yesterday or the day before. Yes, maybe. yes, that makes so, sense. So, yeah, you'd think if he was going at least averaging like 90Ks a day, if he has like one slow day maybe... Yep. He'll probably get here in seven, eight days. But I feel like on the last day he might run like 120 just to finish. You know what I mean? Like just he won't something leave massive. He won't leave 20 k's for the last day. That's kind of just a vibe thing, though. Yeah, um, true. That's I would I'd get that read as let well. Let me get up his Instagram because he did have an estimate on this somewhere. Um, I can't find it. I'll just move on. I can't find it. But um, I'm gonna try go down if I don't have work. Yeah, I'm gonna try go down to Bondi Beach yeah, when he arrives. I, I think totally worth it. Totally There'll right. be a few people There'll there. There'll be a massive crowd. Massive There'll be a massive crowd. Well, there's people at all the country towns that he's been running past holding up signs and yeah. and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm, I'm, I've honestly don't think I've ever been more impressed by a physical feat by a human being mm. than I am right yep. now. Especially because he's our age. He's 23. Is he our age? He's 23. Wow. Toiler. Wow. Absolute That's toiler. That's insane. Yeah, it is. it is very, very, very impressive stuff. But it also makes you think like, Australia is so fucking big. It's massive country. Oh, yeah. Like, massive. It'd be way more pleasant doing it across Europe. Like, literally, it'd be quicker to do it across Europe than it would to do it across Australia. He could do Europe and back. He could do left, Honestly, uh, east coast to west coast. Like, even, like, running the length of, like, the UK is him. He would be able to do that in, like, 10 days, 9 days even. Yeah. If. It maybe even less. Like, just makes you think, like, the fact it's taking him 40 days to go from one side to the other is kind of mind-blowing. Or it's going to take 42, 41. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's seriously impressive. Mm. It's seriously impressive. He's like, in your, you read his captions, like, they're all like, yeah, my hips are breaking down. I've got no, I don't feel like I've got no tendons left in my body. Like, yeah, no cartilage. I've got plantar fasciitis. My Achilles is bust. And <laughs> Wow. I don't know. And then he's running 100Ks. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. My body's got to be in peak nick for me to run five. Yeah, you just you – know Yeah, saying? I know what you mean. You just wonder what – I wonder, like, after this, like, run, what kind of implications that will have on him, though. I was thinking about the week after. Like, Oh, yeah. I was thinking about what his next – like, when he stops, he probably won't be able to walk for a couple of weeks. Mm. Well, you'd have to – he'd have to keep moving. Like, he'd have to be doing something every day because you couldn't just, like – do that and then go but you steal. just think by the law of like you know kind of motion motion but- if you will like if he's repeatedly running on these injuries and whatnot and he's doing that kind of level of energy as soon as he stops it'll completely overtake him yeah but if you were to wind would it be better to like wind down like if every day he still did something in terms of like because if he was to completely just sit down and not do anything, I feel like. But keep his body moving in some way. Um, Probably a question for a physio. This is a vibe thing, Xander, but I'm, I'm, I kind of attend, I want to agree with you. Yeah. I want to. Like I it do. makes sense in my mind. In my mind it also, mate, it checks out. Yeah. So do we just go with yeah? That's we'll go with yeah because neither of us are physios and we have <laughs> no idea. But 
No, I've, he'll probably like it will need rest. Yeah, he'll probably need a couple of days of rest and then maybe maybe some walking. We'll set up. We'll write him up a plan. Yeah, Ned, reach but like, out. But like a hundred, you can't go from a hundred to zero like that. He might. I'm just thinking he might actually not be able to walk. Mm. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Like I hope he's not. Like I really hope he's all right after this. Like he recovers fully because it would be a shame to do something so like honourable and like commit to such a goal and etc. And, and do such a do such a great feat for not only obviously it's not for him, but obviously it's a great feat for himself and a great feat for the cause that he's fighting. But it would be a shame if it took, you know. A, a long-term, long-term a long-term serious toll on him. Yeah. It would I don't, be a real shame to see. I think someone of his mental fortitude won't allow that. Someone. No, but I'm just... Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically speaking. Well, I'm just coming back at you and saying, I think he'll be all right. Yeah. I back him to make a full recovery. Yeah. Don't you? I hope so. Do you back him though? I back him. Okay. Well, we're there. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> um. All right. We kind of shoot for an hour. So should we go back page... Do you need to cover anything else? Um, oh, actually, no, nah, I'll bring that up with, with nah. We might get to have a guest on at some stage in the next couple of weeks. Okay. So we're going to leave a few of those. We have a lot of notes this week. Um, Look, the amount of notes we have this week is honestly You can move this, dude. You don't need to be scared of it. I'm terrified. <laughs> the amount of notes we have this week, outstanding. Well, it's like almost like when I come with notes, it's like there's notes worth two people's worth of notes instead of one. <laughs> How I mean, there's double the talking points. <laughs> so strange. I had a lot going on this week. Oh, actually, I do have one. Can I tell what happened with Elijah last night? Oh, please, yes. So please. EJ very well covered on the podcast. Yep. Honestly, I think... The every, Kramer of Erskineville. The Kramer of Erskineville. Um, I think everyone deserves the chance <laughs> to live with EJ at some point in mm. their life because it's truly special. Um. Last night I came downstairs just because I didn't see him in a couple of days. I could hear him making dinner. Um, so I'd come downstairs. He's making a butter chicken. Elijah doesn't get around the kitchen too often. Um, he's more of just a like uh, Oreo sort of operator for dinner. Mm-hmm. Just smash a pack of Oreos <laughs> and a couple of sour worms. <laughs> maybe a muesli bar. He's a big diet guy. <laughs> he's all about his diet. He's all about his diet. Anyway, I come down last night. He's making butter chicken. Straight from the get go, I'm going. That thing's looking dry. <laughs> that thing looks dry. I've just, I've just run my eye over it. That thing looks fucking dry. And I'm like, dude, did you, did you like, did you put cream in that? Why is that so dry? And he's like, cream. What are you talking about? And I was like, did you put cream in your butter chicken? Like, generally speaking, you put cream or butter or like something. coconut milk, something of sorts to, to you know, get the sauce. Give it a bit of thickness. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like. Oh shit! I didn't even know you were supposed to put cream in it. I was like, "Did you read the back of the packaging?" And he was like, "Oh no!" Nah. <laughs> and I was like, "How? But you don't cook. Like, how would you know what to do?" And he's like, oh, "I don't know. I was just kind of winging it. I thought it was just like a sauce pack, and I could just pour it on." And I was like, oh, "Okay. Well, anyway, um, we went through the cupboards, found cane, had some coconut milk. Yeah. So we put that in, and it kind of saved it. Um, I walked down at a good time." And then he goes, yeah, dude, today, to be honest, when I was walking through the grocery store, it took me a hot sec to remember if you put pasta or rice with butter chicken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. EJ, no. He's like, I had to stand there and like think about it for a while. And then I read the packet and it said rice. So I got rice. <laughs> oh, that's, that is fucking fire. That's and I was like, I kind of wish that. He he got the pasta. I would have loved to have seen the butter chicken with the pasta. Without cream and just sat down and gone, oh, I made butter chicken and me going, oh, dude, nice. Can I have a bite? And he hands me a bowl of pasta. I'd be like, dude, what the fuck is this thing? I would, that would probably make the greatest rate my plate of all time. <laughs> yeah. It'd have to be up there. That would, that and would, it would be funny because it'd be unironic. It'd be like, no, my roommate's an, an idiot. This here. is an honest attempt at making a butter chicken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That would be top three, rate my plate. No Dude, qualms. No I was crying. I was actually crying. It was so funny. What about what he said the other day? Oh, and then he goes, I don't know. We were talking about something. Kane had joined the, the, the fray, the, um, the, the household meeting at this point in the kitchen. Mm. And AJ was trying to sort of pass the topic on and, and move forward. And he goes, old with the in, out with the new. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good stuff. <laughs> Oh, he's an absolute specimen, that bloke. Um, God, we love him. Also famous for you win some, you sum some. (laughs) 
It's another one of EJ's absolute pearlers. <laughs> I'll try and make note oh. if he says one each week, and like we'll try and get an EJ. I still reckon the, the punctu the 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 punctuality thing. Oh, the punct <laughs> like full stops and shit. That was the good. text, the text was the best. That was a callback from an earlier pod. I don't know which one. Uh, probably like episode twenty nine or something like that. I was gonna say twenty two. Sure. Anyway, that's um, it. Onto onto the back page. <laughs> Oh, that's AJ's right. butter chicken. Um, <laughs> the coconut milk saved it. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. For all those wondering, yeah. Um, anyway, back page. Let's okay, here we go. Uh, back page. All right. Two. Well, three kind of things. Rugby league wise. First off is Des Hasler. Now, Cody, you have strong thoughts on this. I have strong thoughts on this. Um, can you provide a bit of context? Actually, I should have probably said done the context. That's okay, but you can. I can do context. Context away. I can do context. Um, you know, Manly. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Des Hasler of Manly coach fame, seemingly on the outer at Manly at the moment, and the 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 whispers in the wind. The whispers in the wind are, are growing louder. Where there's smoke, there's fire. They say, mm. and it's heating up. And it's gusting through in a in a in a southerly in a fiery blaze. Yeah, you know, Manly's in shambles. Manly's in shambles. Dude. Context: Manly's in shambles. Manly's in shambles. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I think their their CEO. I think his name's George Penn or something like that. Scott Penn. Scott Penn. Something Sean. I don't know. Anyway, something like that. Something unimportant. Um, he's not happy with Des Hasler. For whatever reason, there's internal there's internal conflict of sorts. I don't know who it's between. Um, I don't know if it's between. I don't know what the if the Fultons are involved. It wouldn't shock me if they were. Yeah. Uh, look, there's it's pretty much all. Uh, but what they it's said, all attributed to um, the incident that was very. We won't go through it again, but it was like pretty well covered. Um, the Pride incident, the, the Pride, the Pride jersey. jersey scandal or saga, um, and. Ever since that game, pretty much the whole Manly team was... They didn't win a game. They didn't win a game. There was complete disarray in the playing group, obviously. There was... Des Hasler had a clause in his contract um, that if they finished in the top six, he automatically got another year on his on his, on his his coaching gig. Coaching gig, coaching contract. Yeah. So he's contracted until the end of 2024. Yeah. No, 2023. 2023 with the option being for 2024. Yes, if they finish top six. And he – so what he's saying is that um, due to the club's actions and not um, – Yeah, not consulting him. Not consulting him and the team is the reason that – is the reasons contributing to why they didn't finish in the top six because I think at the time they were eighth. Yep, so it's totally fair. I don't think they were going to fin- I don't think they were going to finish in the top six, but that's by the by. Yeah. It's still absolutely um, – Imploded their season. Yeah. Um, so he's trying to argue that because of that, because of that reason that they can't actually for that, because it, it was ultimately he's blaming them as a, it was their actions that contributed to the downfall of the season when that's not really true. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can see his point, but I don't agree. I still think it's directly the players involved and their views that ultimately became the downfall of the team. Like, the initiative that it was was a good was a good idea, um, but that is what they're saying pretty much. I I kind of agree with him to be honest. I like I agree with you that the initiative was correct, but obviously the way they went about it was not was not right at all. I don't know if if when they did it they were intending to totally um, you know drive a wedge between the playing group, um, mm. but. Yeah, I don't know. A very bizarre situation. At the end of the day, it cost them their season. And now Des Hasler, um, it's looking, I think it's pretty much all but confirmed he's not coaching 2024 and 2023 this is, gonna be is in doubt. Year. No, not only that, but it's in doubt that he'll even be there round one. Well, well, this is the thing. Like, If it's that toxic and that cold between you guys, between, well, not you and Des, but like between the like club board and Des Hasler, why would Des... The thing, like, why would Des stay? But at the same time, if he leaves, then he foregoes his contract. So it's like the club have to get rid of him because if Des just quits mm. or resigns, then he like foregoes obviously the probably comfortable, pretty comfortable salary that he's sitting on. Yeah, I'd assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and like the the what they're giving to the media, what Manly are presenting to the media is that they've got a premiership winning roster, and now they just need a premiership coach to put it in place, and mm. they're wanting to bring in. I think Anthony Seabold is their sort of number one mm. target, which is just totally bizarre to me. Des is proven. He's proven. He pulled Manly out of the mud, dude. He took the Bulldogs to a grand final as well. He did leave them in the mud the first time round. He left but the Bulldogs in the mud also. As, as well. So, like, there's that. But since he's been back at Manly, he dragged them. Weren't they in the bottom eight pretty comfortably? Yeah. Like four or five years ago? Yeah. Um, and they've been gone finals, finals. And then this year, obviously, that happened. So, mm. they obviously want him out for whatever reason. I'm glad I'm not a Manly fan. Put it that way. Absolutely. And that's coming from a Tigers fan. Mm. Well, speaking of Manly, being a Manly fan... A lot of Manly fans were ex-North Sydney Bears fans, and that's our next point. Yes, it is. Segway of the year. Um, okay, this is my problem with the North Sydney Bears because obviously there's 17 teams in the NRL now with the Dolphins coming in, and they don't want to have bye weeks. Bye weeks are bad for business, Yeah. right? So they want to have an 18th team, and they want one kind of quick. Do we have three buyers now, every team? Yep, that'll probably be right, I'd say. So... Like everyone, okay, they want a new team reasonably quickly, I'd say. And again, North Sydney Bears, once great club in the NRL, disbanded and now, well, it's always been around, but they play in like the lower leagues. So there's a, there's a talks for a proposal to bring them back into the league. My problem with this is, is it necessary to have another team in Sydney? Like, do we need another team? We have so many. Like, or even just, like, a New South Wales team in general. Like, half the comp is from New South Wales, mm. you know? Yep. Like, there's a, like you could even ask the question, like, as much as the Bulldogs are a pretty historic club, but, like, they literally sit in between three other teams, four other teams, like, territories. Yeah. You know? And, like, do do we need, like, another Sydney team? Like, I would really like to see... Funding, I would, I would really like to see funding from whatever they would, whatever money they would put into the Bears, be put into teams that are existing to grow the game further, and then grow like grassroots at different levels as well. Like, what I mean by this is like, think about a team like the Titans or even the Warriors, you know, the Redcliffe Dolphins and Melbourne to an extent. Like, those are teams that could do with like a focus on strengthening the team's hold in those areas because they're not. Like, they're not, well, like, Redcliffe maybe, but, like, the Gold Coast games, like, that's such a huge area. Like, why isn't that team bigger than what it is? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that should be a much, like, that is a that is a franchise that should be successful. Um, the Storm, obviously, their teams are very strong. They've got good, gra- like, grassroots in a way because they, they always have guns coming through their juniors and, like, bringing in great players. But Melbourne players have said it themselves. No one in Melbourne knows who they are. Yeah, growing the game in that area. You know, the Warriors, team that's been away from home for three years and on the decline, I would love to see them back mixing it up with the best. Yeah. You know, growing the game not just in like the two states of Queensland and New South Wales. Mm. You know, I would love to see a a, a, a genuine effort to grow it in other places that aren't the main areas for it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think as well, like like in, in accordance with that point, is that we don't even necessarily have the cavalry for another team. That's what – yeah. Like the, – The wealth disparity of players is already – Like the Dolphins, are, like them next year is going to be interesting to watch because like they just don't have the same – Well, they're just kind of picking stops. up scraps. Yeah, literally they're picking up whatever they can get sort of thing. Mm, at this point. Mm. Yeah. So – I don't think I think this North Sydney Bears yarn as it is every off season is mm. nothing but that a yarn. Yeah. I, I hope it's I hope they don't bring them back. No. We don't need another Sydney team. No. It's not necessary. I agree. Yeah. Unless they were to relocate them somehow and then play an occasional game in North Sydney but just have a Bears team somewhere. But if, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I guess there's no Balmain there anymore, so No. It'd be the most North Sydney team. South Roosters. 
Yeah, I guess Manly. I think well, no, well, the Bears are actually a feed. They're the f- feeder. Or for Manly, f- yeah. No, no, for Roosters. Oh, for Roosters, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, But, yeah, that's just my thoughts on it. Yep. Yep. Also mine. So I don't think, in conclusion, can't see it happening. Um, can't see it happening. World Cup on the horizon couple Sunday, days. Sunday. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Who's first game? Australia versus... No, I think it's England... Mm. I dare say England Tonga. I know. Maybe they're Australia not the first game. They're definitely playing on Sunday though. I dare say England Tonga are the first game. Okay. England Samoa. Oh, apologies. Midnight That'd be on Saturday, 12.30. And then Australia Fiji, 5.30 in the morning. You beauty. Um, oh, their games are all at such bad times. Yeah, no, it's like the EPL times. Um, I will say this with the schedule of... Oh, not the schedule. Sorry. We just covered that. Um, the jerseys, uh, the new jersey scheme for what for the kangaroos. Do you like it? Do you not like it? What do you think? What do you I'm thoughts? impartial. I just don't really care. Mm. I couldn't care less. I like the idea of them having like customized jerseys. I think a few of the players have been vocal about that before. Mm. Like having their, I definitely think they should have their names on their back. I don't know why yeah. that's not a thing. I don't, yeah, they'd sell so many more jerseys if you could buy a shirt with Ponga on the back as mm. opposed to just. Most jerseys don't even come with numbers. I remember growing up, I just wanted a number on the back of mine mm. and you couldn't even buy them with numbers on them. So random. So odd. It's hard to imagine, like most football jerseys have them, like soccer jerseys. Well, you buy, like let's say you buy a United jersey. You buy a United jersey so you can get Fernandez on the back. Or Ronaldo or whoever you want. Yeah. Or Harry Maguire. Yeah. yeah. It's um, whatever you're into. Yeah. Uh, like a, Agreed. A, just like a United jersey without a name on the back. It's like, what is that? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Or just say any... Yeah, any jersey. But like I saw Phil Buzz-Rothfield tweet this morning that the numbers are a disgrace. It's like, dude, who Like literally who cares? I kind of think it's cool how it's like the players with the lower numbers are like the most capped. Mm. It's like Ben Hunt and Jake Trebojevic are like number three and five. I think it's pretty cool. I like the – and I reckon there's a fair bit to do with it as well. Like I was saying to you, like no – because obviously there's a lot of competition for certain positions in that squad. And I think not giving players like a number just goes like, okay, you don't own that position. You don't own that number. Like yeah. you're not playing for said number and kind of your interests. You This is a number that you get given for your place in the team yeah. based off your experience and you're playing for the jersey, not the number on your back. Mm. And it, which kind of like, I like that idea. Yeah. That's what I, that's what my, that's what my thought is what, that is what I think is the process behind it? Yeah, there's nothing I don't, there's nothing I dislike about it to be mm. honest. Yeah, I don't mind it. creating one team because the Kangaroos haven't played together for three years. I just heard that this morning. They haven't played since 2019. It's crazy. And they've played three Origin series since then. Yeah, which is pretty hectic. So, well, I was thinking not that, that there'd be any bad blood between players, but like, I mean, that's a long time to be competitors and not teammates for some of them. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you totally. know what I mean by that? Like, like imagine, like. The Panthers and Storm players who have been gunning for it for the last couple of years coming into a camp together after three years of fierce com- fierce rivalry. Yeah, it's a good example, actually. Do you know? New South Wales, Queensland, Panthers, Storm. You know? Yeah. Like, pretty like pretty big. Well, I was looking at the roster. I was like, how is there so many debutants? Like, how's Isaiah Yo never played for Australia? It's because they haven't played in so long. They haven't played in three years. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's been ages. Team list was kind of weird. Team list was odd. No, Isaiah Yo. That was the first one that stood out to me. Well, they're resting the Panthers, all the grand final players for an extra week. I take it back. That's why. Makes that's, sense. That's why. All I think just Australia is, but I don't think Samoa is. I think Samoa like, can't afford I think to. like some of the other nations aren't, but I think just because Australia are lucky to be afforded the depth that they have. DCE got the seven. But that's because Cleary's not not in the ten, not. That's going off your point you were just talking about. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Me? You, you up to speed? You up to speed? Honk. Clown. Okay. Um, any EPL to cover? Harlan scored again. Act shocked. Blake's a frig. Um, Liverpool in the dumps. Not going to lie. Great to see. I don't – I'm not – I'm impartial to Liverpool. I'm definitely – I'm, I'm, I'm kind of liking that they're not winning. I like Klopp, but I don't like the rest of it. I don't like their fan base and I don't like the rest of their team that much. Everyone in Australia seems to go for Liverpool. No. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. I uh, – I'm happy to see them – Kind of 
have a downhill season. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's good That's to about all I have to say about that. It's good to see. Um, I don't have too much to say. Did anything even happen? It's been UCL this week. Yeah, it? it's kind of like first week, like a couple of weeks back after international break and then in, th- in two weeks it's going to be the season will go on hold for the World Cup. Oh, wow, true. So that's coming up. So we'll definitely be giving that a fair bit of coverage. Jack also said he's in for next week. So oh, should we? Uh, we can talk about that. What should we know? Okay. Seeing as though not only is there a Rugby World Cup, Rugby League that is, Cricket T20 World Cup and a Football World Cup, we've decided next week, special ep, triple World Cup coverage episode. Yeah. Wow. That was a tongue twister just to say. You know what we could do? We could do it's a gonna be a dribble thon. Yeah, it will be. We're gonna have Jack back on again, I think. Yeah. Jack of NRL season preview fame. Yeah. And um Jack filthy wasn't included in the Barflies bracket. Jack, mate, it's tough out here. I did any no one fought for him, did they? What's that? No one fought for him to stay in there though. Nah, they? neither of us nah, did. No. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> it happens. Um look, yeah, Jack will be back. Keen to have him on. Yep. Keen to Keen to do this episode, actually. It's going to be some serious note-taking during the week before this. This is every time we do a sport episode, it's like the most effort we put into yeah, it. Yeah, it's like I've got genuine, genuine data analytics going on. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, this is something I'm actually deeply passionate like about. Like I've actually got a five-page a five Excel spreadsheet um, dedicated to supporting my point. on. Remember this one. your one? What was your one? Did you do it before the, the cricket, cricket one? Or the, the cricket? Oh, the for aver- the Ashes. Before the, the averages ashes. for the team selection. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mate, that is, that is genuine reporting. That's more fucking effort than Buzz or any of those dribblers on fucking... NRL 360 have ever done. Yeah. Or like Fox Sports. Itself. I agree. Mate, can I just say, anyone who watches the cricket, um, I hope you agree with me here. Brendan Julian is one of the biggest clowns I've ever heard commentating. And I, I think it's Mark Waugh that's the other one. Like together, they make they actually make me not want to watch, which is hard to do considering I will watch it on at any point yeah. in any game. But like those two together as a commentary team on Fox – Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. I'm I mean, sorry. I, I'll be honest, I haven't heard or I don't know too much about all the commentators yeah. and stuff. But look, look, again, probably really nice guys. Probably great blokes. It's nothing on them personally. Nothing personal. It's just more, I think, their observations about the game and what they say is just mindless. And I know cricket takes up a lot of time and you've got to fill the gaps. But honestly, that's not gap filling. That's just shit. It's it's rubbish. It's just rubbish. Sorry, that was a bit aggressive, but it is just rubbish. It's rubbish. It's no good. Like, go back to the drawing board, please. Try something new. Try something new. I'm over it. You heard it here first. I'm rattled. Um, last point, really quick. I don't know if anyone's heard about this. Cody hadn't heard about it. Uh, Tom Brady um, or... Retired and then unretired last season to keep to continue as playing um, to an unknown date. We don't, he's what forty five now. Is he really? Yeah, no one knows when he's actually going to retire. Does he get tackled often? Yeah, he gets sacked. Yeah, they call it a sack in like NFL. Okay. Um, How's his overall like well being? He must still be in pretty good nick. He is in great nick. The yeah. bloke is in great nick. Um, look, and like, what is it like year twenty something for him? And Still going pretty good. Like he's plays with Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they're like going to be Super Bowl contenders this year. Um, Is that just because of him? Yeah, but like any any side with Tom Brady in it, they usually do pretty well, just because he's so good. Yeah, and he attracts other good players that want to play there. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But it's ultimately the funny thing is that everyone's saying it's kind of cost him his marriage to his wife because he's like. Just playing football, so he's just—he's ultimately picked football over his like model model wife of like twenty years, like fifteen years or something. Sure, yeah. She was probably very happy he'd retired, I imagine. Yeah, and then he decided to backflip, and then I think since then. So what's your what's the point that he's just upset his marriage? That he's like literally chosen like foot like to play footy. Is over. this like a breaking news sort of thing? Going no, this happened like two weeks ago. Okay, weeks ago. but this is like he literally has chosen to play football. Even though he's, over like, retired. Yeah. Then like over his family. Him, over his family and, like, to have a life. Interesting. Which is, like, crazy. Yeah. He obviously, like, of it, dude, that adjustment period 
from being a professional athlete to not being one. But it's crazy how pretty hungry tough. he must be to win still. Oh, yeah. Like, super competitor. Dude, Matt, yeah, totally. Like, like, like super com- – like – well, we've 40, seen what Michael at, Jordan and shit were like. So. Yeah, and like even LeBron as well, I'm sure would be the same. Like, but this bloke's 45, and he's like he still feel and he's still a very high level player, and he's literally just like, no, I'm sticking at it. I'm mm. going. I don't care. Yeah, I think he probably just is like, I want one more. Mm. Just crazy because mm. he's got more rings than like some franchises. How many does he have? I think he's got. It's six or seven. Does he have six or seven? Something like that. We'll say seven. Seven yeah. sounds right in my mind. Regardless, it's pretty pretty wild. It's impressive. It's pretty wild. It's pretty impressive. Mm. Don't think he could learn too much from Xander, or I. No. No. I think he's got it all covered. All, all right. right. Song this week. Sorry, I'm going to wrap it up. Is that all right? You can wrap it, dude. I'm rapping. I'm rapping. <laughs> Xander asking me for permission yeah, to rap. Cause um, I'm the I'm the beta of this podcast. Everyone knows that. You said it, not me. Um, song this week, only you, Steve Monite. Monite, great track. What's the context of this? Because I liked it when you played it. I found it on a friend's playlist. Nice. And then I liked it, and I just liked it, and I've been listening to it for a couple of weeks. Dude, I've been um doing the same thing. I've been shazamming a bunch of songs from oh, a playlist at work. Yes. I don't know whose playlist it is yet. But it's fine. Because I like, you need to go downstairs and check the iPad, mm. but I never do. I just Shazam the songs from upstairs. And I'm like, there's this one playlist I notice where all these good songs come on like once every two weeks. So someone at my work is playing. Good. And it's like all songs and artists I've never heard of. So it's so interesting. Right. But That's a good thing about uh, FBI radio. If a good song comes on and you Shazam it, it's like usually like not, it's really usually unknown. Mm. Mm. Totally. cool. Um, all right. Well, that's a wrap. I have to get to uni. Mm. Cody has to edit the pod. Edit the pod. Get into some fucking work. Yeah, some real work. The Blake's an animal. He loves it. Um, I'm Alexander. My name's Cody. We've got mic stands, and I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye.